Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Hello, and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement, Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, It becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's a great pleasure I have the opportunity of presenting special guest Dr. Jay Euchre to the show today, helping you embody your soul's essence. As a chiropractor and a healer, Dr. Jay has been helping People navigate the ups and downs of their healing journeys for the last 20 years. He's a developer of the Bio-Soul Integration, a body center energy healing technique that facilitates deep, embodied spiritual healing and soul integration. Dr. Euchre is also the author of If It Didn't Hurt, How to Resolve Your Pain and Discover Your Life Purpose. His mission is to help you embody your soul's gifts and express your soul's purpose on this planet. It's with great pleasure that I welcome Dr. Jay Euchre to the show. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Jason. I really appreciate that. That's ah, uh, thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. I I love that you have embodied not only being a chiropractor, but then also going into a spiritual direction. And I wanted to ask you, mm. when did you first begin your journey spiritually to incorporate knowledge that you can derive spiritually into your chiropractic practice as a healer? Feels like the the journey chiropractic was just sort of like a step on the path that started, you know, when I was a a little kid, but 
I guess to clearly answer your question, I got into chiropractic through conventional, you know, conventional chiropractic, more about what, what people think about when, what most people think of when they think chiropractic, you know, you're the popping and cracking and adjusting kind of chiropractic, but there's lots of different forms of chiropractic out there. And I found my way into a more energetically oriented technique that sort of lends itself more to spiritual work, which is something called network spinal analysis or network chiropractic. Found my way into that towards the end of my chiropractic school about, that was about 20 years ago when I graduated. And so I I practiced that technique through my whole professional career, but uh, along the way, probably about 10 years into my professional career, worked on a couple thousand people. I started to feel, I started to just notice like, oh, I feel compelled to sort of like go here or do this with people and didn't necessarily know where it fit into the the technique, you know? And so there was some conflict there for a little bit, but it just kind of coincided with a point in my life when I, I, I think I was feeling called to take more responsibility for my own journey and my own healing journey. And I, I discovered through a mentor and teacher of mine discovered mindfulness meditation. And so kind of penetrating my experience, my life experience with a little more awareness. And this thing that was calling me while I was working on people just really came to the surface more strongly. And with this mentor and teacher, he, 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 he would do these, you'd work with him to help bring more presence while you're doing a session with someone. And he said one time, like, watch the river of chi. And I was like, oh, actually, I know what that is. <laughs> Amazingly, I know what you're talking about. You're, you're, you know, to some people you would be talking gibberish, but I know what you're talking about. It's this thing that has been calling me while I work with people, my intuition, the, the intelligence that's in the, the, the river of chi. So I started following that. And since yeah. I have started following that, that the things being able to go more, go deeper with my clients and it's a lot more fun for me. So I just wanted to ask you as a follow-up for our audience, in case someone's tuning into this and they never heard the word chi before. Okay. Just define that based on your understanding. Sure. Chi. Well, there is a, I would say just the, the foundation for everything on some level is energy. I, I call it like a universal energy force, but I didn't know if yeah. you had a different definition or not in, in terms sure. of like how the audience, I always try to break things down for lay people. Like sure, I did sure. pranic healing and I've done Reiki myself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great when we could see someone like yourself, a chiropractor delve into these areas. Cause right. for myself, like a, a lawyer and then doing energy healing and psychic <laughs> stuff, you know, it, it's this is the parameters of what our show is right right now. You're right. on the show that, that this talks about these things. So sure, I love sure. the fact that you've decided to make this part of your focus as well. Cause I know there's a lot of chiropractors that don't go into chi or energy healing. Is that right? Sure. They're sure. They stay more on the, the structural side of things in general. But like I said, I, I think, uh, you know, there is a, the basic uh, back, uh, back office to everything is, is energy. I agree hundred percent. And so that the flow of that energy, it's the, it's the energy that sort of animates everything to life. It's the thing that connects us all and animates everything to life. So I want to ask you that's this. what I would say she is. Okay. Yeah. How's been your colleagues reactions as you, you delve into this stuff and promote it through your business? Oh, sure. Well, like I said, well, the first maybe sense of, you know, pushback or, or, or whatever, or 
you know, conflict or whatever happened in school, because I've been, I've been doing this kind of energetic form of chiropractic on some level since, since I, uh, since graduated from chiropractic school. And so that's where I, I started to get into it. And certainly the school that I went to, I went to uh, Northwestern college of chiropractic in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. And it's a, a pretty medically oriented school. It's a pretty mechanistic school. And yeah, what this thing that I was doing network chiropractic network, spinal analysis, it was, it was seen as, as voodoo. And I definitely was seen as a strange, a strange cat by teachers and and things like that. So, I mean, there were, you know, there were lots of other students who were, there were not lots, but some friends of mine and students that were doing similar, you know, exploring similar things. Absolutely. So it wasn't like I was alone, but in the, the school in general, yeah, you had to kind of keep it. You had to like do their thing. You had to jump through the hoops there and do your own thing on the side, sort of. What do you find for yourself? Like as I've delved into more spiritual aspects of my life, I find that there's a lot of gratification about being able to work with people and help people with healing on my level as, as a psychic medium or as mm-hmm. the things I do. What have you found to be the most rewarding aspect for you in delving into this stuff and incorporating into your chi- you know, chiropractic practice? Mm, well, you know, I the thing that sort of struck me on some level, all through my life, I'd known that the body has a capacity to heal itself. I always had that sense. That's why chiropractic at a young age, sort of, it connected me with that. And that's how I ended up being a chiropractor. But the thing that got me into the the next level, so to speak, I mean, I had sort of an awakening uh, while I was in school, leaving this chiropractor, who this woman who did this more energetic form of chiropractic, I left her office and I had sort of an awakening and, you know, like where the, the colors and the, the, the sky was alive in a way, I don't remember the colors and the trees were more vivid. I had this amazing feeling sort of like moving through my body, energy moving from this place where my low back usually hurt through my heart. And I was sort of thinking all of these, had all these thoughts about how life was the possibilities and uh, all the good things that were possible. And that was unusual for me, to be honest. So looking back, I recognize that's, that was gratitude at the time. I didn't know what, what this, what's this amazing feeling, but looking back, I realized it was a gratitude. And one of the things that happened was the, the kind of like sold me on the thing was that I, like a veil had been removed from my eyes. I saw how, if I was having trouble in school, if I was having trouble in life, if it was hard in any way that I was really my own problem basically. And I could see suddenly I could see, which I couldn't see before somehow. I could see like, oh, I'm my own problem and, and choices, you know, you can change then. And choices were that I, choices that I couldn't see before were starting to become. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're suddenly available. And so that, that whole thing, and then my, my chronic low back pain went away, or it, it drastically changed. And so I was like, okay, this is something I want to, you know, I want to share with people. That That's the thing that sort of motivated me to start doing that and sharing it with other people is I wanted to help them remove these veils. I wanted them to have this sort of same experience I'd had of 
having this connection, having those veils removed and having this connection with their body. Like somehow my back pain was related to that. It's all, I believe it's all interconnected mind, body, spirit kind of stuff. And I'm sure from what I was looking at your information, you're the same way. I want to ask you this. Yeah, totally. Do you believe you've had a spiritual awakening in your past to help trigger your spiritual path? Because that's usually a common denominator. A lot of people have a, a awakening. Like for me, it was my mm-hmm. grandfather passing away and that mm-hmm. woke me up to be a spiritual medium, a psychic mm-hmm. medium after that experience. I want to ask, mm-hmm. have you had something similar like that yourself mm-hmm. that you'd like to share? Well, like I said, I mean, the first kind of thing that I've experienced that was sort of awakening, like was this experience I had after leaving this chiropractor's office. Uh, again, I, I had been seeing life through a certain lens and all of a sudden that lens had been removed. But I mean, along the way, I think, you know, what got me into that place was, was an accident I'd had on a, on a a four wheeler, a three wheeler, excuse me. And while I was, uh, I was, I crested a pile of dirt with that thing and it started to fall back on me and in the middle of it falling back on me, like time stopped. And I remember looking back, I remember like, huh, I was, I was like, oh, observing the situation, you know, and, and I could see that I was not going to escape without serious injury, or maybe, maybe this was it. The time had stopped. And though that was the case that I could see that I probably was going to be injured. Like I was super calm about it. And so, and then time started again and this thing crashed on me, but, you know, I feel like something happened in that moment, like these moments of like intense attention. I think like I, you know, I, I connected with a, place that transcends time and space, my soul or whatever. I was like, okay, now is the time when we're going to start, you know, we're going to, this event is going to sort of send you down a certain career path, you know, certain life path. And so you could say that was, I think that was an awakening moment, even though I didn't realize it until later, but I think that's the case for a lot of people. Injuries, accidents, traumas are often awakening moments, whether they realize it or not. And and I can completely see that because people even come for me for psychic readings have indicated that when they've had a bad back injury that yeah. it might put them on a whole different life path because of right. that pain and those experiences yeah. and the detour it takes. And I want to ask you, yeah. what's your belief of where pain derives from? What is my belief? Well, another mentor and teacher of mine, his name's Donald Epstein. He's the guy that created the, that technique that I keep mentioning. Um, but he says that if you're not living your purpose on the planet, it's supposed to hurt and nothing is supposed to take that pain away. So I feel like that's true. I feel like what I notice is that a lot of the life is, I feel like life is always everything that we encounter in life is to, is, is life kind of trying to nudge us towards realizing our authentic selves which is a version of ourselves in which our soul's gifts are integrated into our bodies such that we can share those gifts on the planet. And if we're doing that, you're sort of, you're living your authentic self. You're, you're living your purpose. You're going to, you're going to just automatically find yourself living your purpose, you know? And I think life is always nudging us in that direction because life, this planet, everyone on it, I think they, it all need me, it needs you. Jason to do the thing that you came here to do. Right. And, and life I think is kind of nudging us in that direction all the time. And if we don't listen, pain is just pain is just an awesome way to get you to stop and pay attention. Absolutely. (laughs) Sometimes it's the only thing often. I think it's like the only thing that's going to stop anyone and make them pay attention. And so 
on some level, that's what I think pain is, whether it's physical, whether it's emotional pain, whatever it is, I, on some level, I think that's what pain is. Kind of like when they say, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It's kind of like the indication that pain might be a a force of nature in a way we don't think of it as such, but in many ways we grow from our pain. Oh yeah. I mean, I think if people, if your listeners think about it, like the major changes that they made in their lives, the major decisions they made in their lives, I bet they'd find that often they were kind of nudged into that by something painful, not necessarily physical pain, but some kind of like, oh, some kind of challenge. I could see that. I could see that. What's your viewpoint about trying to discover your authentic self? How do you think people should try to do that if they have a struggle with it? How should they try to do that? Well, on some level, it doesn't matter what you do. Life is nudging us in that direction. It may take, I don't know if you believe in like, you know, multiple lifetimes or not. I do. I'm not, I'm not so sure about that. I don't know. I'm open to it. Okay. (laughs) But I think life is, life is nudging us towards that, whether it happens this time or to some degree this time, or it takes multiple lifetimes, like life is constant. The things that we encounter are constantly asking us to increase our awareness and to embody more of our soul's characteristics, our soul's gifts. And so on one level, if you don't do anything, it's still, it's still going to happen. Life is trying to do that to you all the time, but any, anything that you do, to bring more attention and more awareness to your life, especially to the sensations in your body. That's a big key. Cause like experience, we experience everything we experience is happening. We experience it through these bodies. And so if you bring your attention to the sense Eckhart Tolle, I don't know if you've ever, have you ever heard of Eckhart Tolle? Yes. Sure. Okay. You know, some people say no, but uh, you know, he's like a spiritual teacher. He wrote power. Now he wrote a book called a new earth but he was on Oprah, pretty famous spiritual teacher guy. But he says um, that one of the, you know, the the biggest things that you can do is to, on some level, bring your attention, let at least some part of your attention resting on the sensations in your body at all times. And when we do that, it's sort of, again, there's a way that life is kind of nudging us to change. And when we bring our attention to the sensations in our body, it lubricates that process. It speeds that up. It makes it more apparent. So that's kind of a simple instruction I would give. What do you think it means when you embody your pain's wisdom? I don't think that people are generally aware. Often pain is bound up energy and that's all it is really. There are certain help maybe keep me on track. If I go, I might lose track of my thought there, but uh, there are certain developmental stages that unfold throughout our lifetimes. And, you know, we maybe have done ourselves a certain way. Maybe we needed to protect ourselves a certain way and, and push certain parts of ourselves away early on to survive on some level. And we needed to do that and that's okay. But life says, okay, in order to work on this next part of the journey, this next stage of the journey, we're going to need to come into relationship with that part of ourselves and life and our bodies will sort of conspire to bring that to the surface. So paradoxically, that all of the energy that we need and all of the information that we need and wisdom, if you want to call it that, that we need to move to the next stage of our evolution is often in the pain. Literally, like I don't, we're not aware, like, so in our system, 
from the get-go when we're in the womb, we're our nervous system, the part of our nervous system that's online and this primitive part that's sort of feeling into the people around us. And we feel all the ways we're relating directly to the energetic back office of everyone. Right. And we see how their system says, Oh, it's not safe to feel this part of myself. It's not safe to feel this part of myself. And I rely on them for my safety and that's what everyone's doing. So that's what I'll do. And so we start to build ourselves. We create these programs in our system and we start to build ourselves that way. And we use physical tension. We use our posture to wall tension off in our body. And then it manifests. Also, we put a limit on the range and depth of emotion. It affects the the stories that we tell ourselves, our belief systems. But um, I don't think people are aware really of how much like physical stuff, actually, we use tension in our body. We to, to wall off energy, to wall off parts of ourselves that we've learned are not safe to feel. And so life at certain points will say, okay, it's time to come into relationship with this part of you. And when that happens, then this energy wants to come to the surface. And often that will show up as pain. And so that just want to just make the point that that energy like literally contains wisdom. It literally contains the information that we need to evolve into the next stage of our evolution. You know, one of my examples, I think for firsthand, when I hear that idea is if you ha have gotten emotionally hurt by somebody, you're disappointed mm -hmm. from a breakup or mm -hmm. some friend or somebody disappoints you really badly mm -hmm. and that's walled up inside you and you don't mm -hmm. let go of that until you finally release it. And then you mm -hmm. release it and you're a lot lighter. Mm -hmm. That to me would be a reflection of where you can let your pain out, grow yeah. from it and surrender to it and let it go. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, totally. Not occupying all that energy, all that space yeah. in your mind. And, yeah, uh, it, takes, it takes resources to... That happens probably in that situation. They're helping you come into relationship with a part of yourself that you've probably been pushing down from way back when. I would just say that from my vantage point, I always tell my audience that if you can let go of negativity from the past, you'll be empowered mm -hmm. to live a much better future. Yeah. You're not and seeing through the same you're, lens. Because you're letting go of all that excess baggage left on from all the years. Yeah. Of pain. And by letting it go, you liberate yourself. I know what I was going to say based on that riffing on what you're talking about is that, yeah, we, we use resources to hold, to push that stuff down. It's like a, a computer hard drive or something that's got too much information. You know, the hard drive's too full. Like we try to do something too fast. It, it can't, it can't do that. And it crashes. Like it takes resources to push that stuff down all the time. Cause it kind of goes against the nature of nature. Life wants that to come to the surface and we're dedicating resources to constantly, you know, not looking at that, keeping that push down. And so those are resources that you don't get to use for other things Absolutely. that you need resources for in life. So, yeah. What is your favorite part of what you're doing right now that you'd like to share with the audience? Mm. My favorite part, I sort of discovered the weird thing that I discovered was that what I'm doing is I'm bringing my attention to the sensations in my body and I'm meeting everything that I find there with kind attention. And when I let my eyes rest on the person that I'm working with, these sensations come to the surface in me 
that are saying, hey, pay more attention to us. And by paying more attention to the sensations in me and also bringing my hands somewhere on or around the person's body, these sensations start to resolve in me. And then there's, it's, it's apparent that something is resolving in them too. And so I get into this like flow where I don't have to think about anything. It's almost like something else is doing it. Like it, it and it feels, this was a, a conflict for me. It went, when I first kind of discovered this was that it feels really good in here on some level. The reason I'm doing it is because it feels really good in my body. That was kind of a weird, like I'm doing it for me, really. I'm not really doing it for them because I'm not really doing anything to them. I'm not moving energy around uh, or anything like that. I'm sort of helping them lubricate the the flow of chi that life is naturally pushing through them. And so that's my, my favorite part is the fact that there's awesome, amazing changes that happen people in people. And it's, it's not hard work. <laughs> it's effortless on some level and fun. I feel like if the average person learned pranic healing, Reiki healing, mm-hmm. deep breathing techniques, meditation, that I feel like that can set someone on their own spiritual journey and learn how to manage their pain over time. Like the way you've studied it through your Mm -hmm. chiropractic Mm -hmm. practice. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you, what's your opinion on that? If you can help the general public with understanding this stuff better, what would you say to the, someone listening to our audience about if they wanted to start becoming more well-versed in this stuff, they don't have to go Mm -hmm. to a practitioner every time. Mm -hmm. I believe that they could do a lot of it themselves if they learn and study it carefully over time. Yeah. Well, it's, on some level, a lifelong journey. I mean, like this this journey of our evolution is a lifelong journey. So if anyone feels called in any way to anything like that, I mean, yeah, whether it's through a practitioner that they've experienced or through a book or, or whatever it is, just like trust. I know in myself, there's a a lot of me, you know, I grew up on a, a farm in Nebraska and I had a, I grew up in a sort of conservative Christian kind of fundamentalist religious background. And there were things about what I do now that I was resisting, you know, and yeah, if I could just offer anyone any advice, if they're feeling called to such things, just like, you know, follow your, follow, follow the calling, check out the book, see this practitioner, take, sign up for the Reiki class, sign up for the Reiki class and just see what happens next. You know, trust the journey, like life's not messing with you. I know earlier I mentioned mind, body, spirit, and how I believe that they're interconnected. Can you share with our audience your beliefs on that? Yeah. I mean, I think it's even, you know, cause we live in these generally in these physical bodies and we're very, I, I think aware of very aware. I can be very aware of how I'm separate. I'm a separate entity from you or from, um, from other people. And so I, I too, find myself seeing that like, you know, they say body, mind, mind, body, body slash mind or mind slash body as if it's the same thing. And that's the idea that it is the same thing, but even I find myself in writing my book and and whatnot, sort of wrestling with the, with the idea of like, wow, it's, it's the same thing. Like our mind and our body are the same thing. I think when I was, I was just a little bit ago talking about how tension in our bodies is related to, to these sort of survival patterns that we've created and somehow paradoxically also contains the wisdom, you know, of our soul and our spirit calling us. And so 
there really is some way in which we're trying to, we're all trying to figure out what exactly that means, (laughs) but it is the same thing. The mind, body, spirit on, you know, it is this, our mind, body is the same thing. Body, mind is the same thing. Your thoughts are connected to what's going on in your body and vice versa. Your what you're feeling is connected to what's happening in your body and vice versa. Your emotions, whether you are connected with awe and gratitude and are thinking thoughts about how amazing life is, or whether you're uh, having some other experience where you're in pain or depressed, or it's like, it's all connected to our, our bodies. And these bodies are a, a access point to spirit. I've always told people in a simplistic way, we're coming up to Easter in a few months. And I tell people that from my experience as a psychic medium and reading thousands of people with deceased loved ones that come through and whatnot over the last yeah. 15 years, that the easiest way for my audience to understand mind, body, spirit, how I like to explain it uh-huh. is that the body is the outside of the Cadbury egg, the shell, <laughs> the spirit's what's inside. It's that gooey substance that makes us who we are. It's the energy that trans, mm-hmm. you know, transcends life and death. Uh-huh. And so that's how I've explained mind, body, spirit. Now, mind is obviously our thinking <laughs> beings, but we also have a larger connection to that. Yeah. But uh, I love the way right. you defined it. I just like to, I like to throw a little. I got to uh, come up with a Cadbury egg uh, analogy. <laughs> you can that's use good. mine if you'd like to. I have no problem with that. I'm not copying. Some, I know I, some other, some other Easter candy. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I, I think it's so important that we start looking at ourselves as not just physical beings that I, I like to say that we're spiritual beings living in a human world. That right. we are larger connect, like largely connected to those beyond ourselves, and that love mm-hmm. is, from my vantage point, a unifying force, just like mm-hmm. gravity. And mm-hmm. I want to ask you, what's been the most fascinating part for you as you've embarked on your journey to try to help others heal and 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 get them to understand what pain is and how it motivates one to live one's life? What's been the mm-hmm. most fascinating part for you to mm-hmm. do that and share with others? Yeah, I mean the 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 thing that I'm constantly reminded of is again that to have start to have this awareness that life is not messing with us you might we might have a tendency to think like if i'm in pain or i'm having challenges in life like life you know people think life is against me life is messing with me it's just trying to make things hard but everything that we encounter in life we can actually trust life like life is holding us this life is holding us it's like you know, it's in the background saying like, Hey, we're trying to help you. You came here for a certain reason. You kind of forgot about that stuff. When you showed up, you kind of had to forget about that stuff, but we're trying to show you, you came here for a certain purpose and you have certain gifts and certain skills. And we all, the, the earth and everyone on, on the planet needs you to do what you came here to do. And we're and life is like trying to help you do it. And it's holding you. And so everything that we encounter in life is like a especially challenges are a sort of portal or a gateway to our higher purpose, you know, even pain. I mean, literally, if I've had experiences where you, if you bring enough kind attention to your pain, let's say physical pain, if you bring enough kind attention to physical pain, it, it breaks up, it can break up and unfold. And there's other things, there's emotions that come out of it. And, thoughts that come out of it and you know it can unfold and sort of like you have this suddenly this new awareness that's been the thing that's been most amazing for me to see and see it unfold with my clients and life kind of keeps showing me that you can trust can trust 
trust. <laughs> Tell us about your book and what motivated you to write it. What motivated me to write it? Let's see, tell you about my book. Well, hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. It's based on the, the, the idea that... <clears throat> that it's written around is this idea that pain is bound up intelligent energy that's trying to share its wisdom with you and that everything that we encounter in life is life trying to nudge us towards our our evolution and that the best thing to do is to go towards it go towards whatever is uncomfortable if you can and i kind of show in my book how again some of the things i've already talked about like how that how separation gets started when we come here sort of like separation consciousness and these survival programs get set in and how we actually build it shows up as that bound up energy shows up as uh, tension in our bodies as limited range and depth of emotion as the belief systems that we that we tell our the stories that we tell ourselves and so i kind of like walk people through how how it is that 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 happens and talk about a lot about and have exercises and things like that to help people do what I'm talking about, which is actually bring their kind attention to their pain or their problem. So that's kind of what the book is about. But what prompted me was a major, a major painful situation in my life. No surprise, which was my daughter. She had my daughter, she's seven and a half now and she's healthy, beautiful, healthy daughter. But when she was one and a half, she had cancer. She had a a kidney tumor, a rare kidney tumor. So like that experience, what your mind, what your body mind goes through when that happens, it's, you know, the, the like sorrow that I felt that was just not my sorrow, but like all of the sorrow of parents who've been through hard stuff like who've had to go through that the fear you know like i you know you hear the c word and i'm the instant you can't help but think oh my god is she gonna live first off my prayers are with your daughter thank Mm. god she survived Mm. that and went Mm -hmm. through the procedure i had stage one kidney cancer myself that's right you said that that's right talk about that and and when you go through that like you said as a parent i couldn't imagine having a child of mine have that but just going through it myself Mm -hmm. there's a very strong metamorphosis that occurs Thank God yeah. your daughter was young, so she's probably not going to remember that. But for you and anyone right. else who's around her and loves her, that's such a, a mm-hmm. learning experience in many yeah. ways, right? I yeah. Mean, yeah. I appreciate you sharing that on the show today because I know yeah. it's a vulnerability and that's definitely appreciated. And right. My heart goes out. Yeah, I mean, my, my heart, all of that intent, you know, I'd always said to people in my practice, like when hard stuff happens, like the solution is to let it break you open. So I committed to feeling everything with as much kind attention as I could, uh, committed to like, you know, going through the death process with her. If I had to, I prayed for grace. We were, those prayers were answered, you know, it's, yeah, those prayers were answered. We didn't have, she didn't have to experience pain that she couldn't do anything about. She didn't have to die. You know, she didn't have to, all the things that I was really 
they were really scary, but it, it opened, you know, my heart opened up to life in a whole new way. And I, and I then shortly that. after so, that, shortly I after that, I was prompt. Like I had the, I had the urge shortly after that to write a book. You know, when I asked you earlier about spiritual awakening and all that, mm-hmm. I feel like when your daughter had her, her, her stuff that she went through, it probably prompted you. It sounds like that was a catalyst as well for you. Mm-hmm. And, um, I admire that. Yeah. I think when you live and go through heartache and hardship, you're, you're, that's a, a value of being more authentic with yourself and with others. Cause once you learn you get the real. deprivations of what can happen, you live real and yeah. you don't let the material things or things from yeah. the past or petty people get in your yeah. way of living a quality life. Yeah. You get real, real quick when that happens for sure. And have you ever noticed when you're around people that don't have those experiences and they can't empathize because they're too mm. wrapped up in their own little bubble. Mm. I let those people kind of shed away from me. <laughs> it's the whole COVID thing. Right. I had a larger group of friends and, you know, mm. we all kept separate and those people that were like that, they just kind of shot on their mm. own. And I have not. And actually I feel like that's been sure. a blessing indirectly in a way. Right. It's finding those authentic people for yourself. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm with you you know, everyone's on their own journey and these things, yeah, they create, they create, uh, you know, they clarify things for you and they clear. And so, yeah, we might find ourselves sort of like, Oh, having distance from those people that weren't, maybe they weren't serving us or, or, or whatever. That's, and that's a hard lesson about authenticity too, that people in your life that you feel close with and that they just don't align with you anymore because you've gone through these life experiences of going Mm -hmm. through a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. From pain comes growth. Mm -hmm. And so if you grow on a certain level and these other people haven't grown with you, you know, it's like they, they stay where they're at and you just keep might You might grow apart. (laughs) And there's no negativity to that. It's just part of life. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I mean, with my clients, I mean, that's constantly a thing that people are talking about and dealing with is like, yeah, just the, the often grieving the loss of a relationship or, or whatever friends, loved ones in, in all sorts of different ways as they, yeah, as they grow, sometimes, sometimes people don't grow along with you. That's been a lesson. Or they grow in separate ways. Like, Oh, we needed each other for whatever reason during this stage. And now we don't really, we don't really need that anymore. And that's what our relationship was built on. And so we go, we go apart. The way I look at that too, is like sometimes letting go of that isn't necessarily the hardest lesson to learn. Sometimes when you hold on to too many of those people, they can weigh Mm -hmm. you down. So Mm -hmm. by you being able to learn to distinguish what serves your highest purpose or what aligns best with you, that could also be a way of letting go of the pain because those could be the people that can hurt you too. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Or not on some level. Yeah. On some level, you got to take care of yourself. You got to put on your, uh, you know, like on the airplane thing, you got to put on your mask before you put on someone else. I love that. Self-care. <laughs> Self-care. Exactly. Right. Tell me your favorite thing about the bio integration that you work with, that you like yourself. I feel like it's again, on some level, I'm not doing it. It's been super fun for me and effortless on some level to, to work that way with people and people just seem really, really thankful and really grateful often for the work that I'm doing with them. And yeah, it's just, it's been a fun thing to, 
again, it sort of stemmed out of a certain, just to see like the evolution of, you know, I started with conventional chiropractic and then found myself into this more energetically oriented technique, which is the sort of foundation for what I do. But along the way, there's been like therapy and there's been like shamanic work and there's been like psychic help. And there's been like, you know, all these different mindfulness meditation. I mean, I've, that's, that's the things that I've downloaded from this teacher, these couple teachers that I have, that were big. I can see that influence in my work. It's all sort of like come together into this thing. And I just like, what is it that I'm doing? I feel like I'm helping what the reason that we're here is to, is to integrate our, our soul's essence into our physical body so that we can share that on the planet. And so I get to, I get to be a part of that, that Absolutely. thing that's happening in nature, you know? And I love that. so, yeah. How would our audience be able to find you if they want to contact you directly? Um, I have my website, biosoulintegration.com. All things biosoul integration can be found there. And then just to remember biosoul integration. I mean, like the truth is I put my stuff everywhere that there is, that you can put stuff, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all of the social sites. I have a YouTube channel. I syndicate my, make videos and syndicate those into podcasts. And so you can find BioSoul Integration Podcast wherever you listen to your, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And so it's in BioSoul Integration is sort of out there in all of its forms. I have a book, you can get on Amazon, find my book, but my website is probably the, obviously the, the central headquarters, biosoulintegration.com. You get a, if you go to my website, you'll see my book and there's an opportunity there to get a, the free, a free first chapter of my book. If you're interested in that other things, I have other ways people can, uh, if you go to biosoulintegration.com forward slash guide, you can get a personalized, you answer one question about what you're experiencing right now in your life. And I'll, create this uh, personalized guide to sort of give you a map of where you are on the healing journey. That's something that's cool for people sometimes. So those are some ways. I want to ask you this as a last question, because we're all on time. Yeah. If you were a spirit animal, which spirit animal would you be and why? <laughs> um, something, uh, one of the, I was always, 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 drawn towards from a very early age drawn towards all of the paranormal aliens sasquatch oh, yeah. <laughs> all of that stuff we cover uh, some of that on this show so <laughs> right i saw yeah. that yeah something yeah sasquatch some cross between sasquatch aliens and the loch ness monster or something like those are all, that's where i always was very celestially grounded <laughs> aliens aliens Alien, I, I mean it's universal i really dig I aliens it. i really dig aliens and i don't know that would probably be like a deprecating to uh, an alien to call it a, an animal i don't know but i say owl because i have two parrots and i love Owls are based on wisdom, and I believe mm. they're on a quest for wisdom, like most of us mm -hmm. are. Wish I could show you. I have two owls. My uh, my grandmother, uh, she left her home and went to a nursing home, and she gave her grandkids. She's 103, by oh, the wow. way. She gave her grandkids some stuff, Plus and there were these two owls 
I have these two owls sitting up on the lighting up in my oh wow in my office here. So they're amazing, majestic animals. Owls are powerful, yeah, for sure. I've had you know I did I, like I said I've done shamanic work and sort of spirit animals. Obviously, it's something that comes out of shamanic work, and so I've had some amazing encounters with all sorts of different spirit guides and spirit animals over the over the years. Owls, certainly one of them. Yeah. Dr. J, I just want to thank you for coming on the show and for sharing your insight with us. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you uh, giving us your, yeah, giving us your advice and your keen knowledge of all the things yeah. you've experienced yourself. That's uh, very, very kind of you, Jason. I really appreciate you having me on. It's super, super fun. I just want to thank Dr. J for coming on the show today and sharing his experience. Every conversation we have on this show is a window into one's point of view from prior experience in life. And I think that Dr. Jay Euchre has a really unique perspective studying chiropractic medicine and opening himself up over the years to understanding biosoul integration and looking at things with energy healing techniques. I believe that this is the cutting edge and this is our future. We're merging spirituality with all the major disciplines in our world over time. I also believe we're in a spiritual renaissance right now that after this Mm -hmm. pandemic concludes that at some point in the future, we'll have a greater understanding and appreciation of the self. I believe that over time, we'll have a greater appreciation of this stuff and it'll help us to grow and become more authentic. That's my hope. So check out Dr. J's information, his website, www.biosoulintegration.com. Do the forward slash guide if you want to check out the other information that Dr. J's referenced and I'll have his information in our show notes as well. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Stay positive because when you're positive, anything's possible. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production.